welcome to the Detox Podcast. Thanks for tuning in and accepting the challenge to learn, grow, and detox from anything that doesn't positively affect your life. This podcast will help you tap into your ability to be vulnerable and start the process to a better, more productive lifestyle. And now, here's your host, Joshua Hobbs. What's up, everybody? I am your host, Joshua Hobbs. Thank you once again for joining me. Today's episode of episode 14 is called Negative Repercussions of Anger. And I want to start off with a scripture. James 119 through 20. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Now, as I reflect on my life, I look at how I used to deal with anger and how many relationships it affected. And, and I have forgiven myself and I have allowed myself to grow and develop. But I know that I never want to go back to that person that I was that was anger first, think second, listen third, all of these things. It was out of order. My life was out of order. How I dealt with conflict and situations were out of order. So today I want to briefly talk about the harmful effects that anger has on relationships, the importance of self-reflection and, and self-growth, the role of patience and humility in spiritual growth. I want to talk about the benefits of embracing a listen-first approach in communication. And I know for a lot of us, because we want to get something off of our chest, that can be extremely difficult to listen first. But as I have practiced this over the years, it has been extremely beneficial to me. I want to talk about the differences between healthy and unhealthy expressions of anger and then the connection between anger management and our relationship with God. All of these topics I'm just going to tap on very, very briefly just because I've been talking about anger over the last few weeks and have really, really dived deep. And I just I want to reiterate some of these things. And I also want to just allow you to digest all of this information over the last few weeks and hopefully apply it to your life or maybe even share this podcast with with a friend or a family member. And now as I say that, I want you to go on to Instagram and I want you to go to TikTok and add me as a friend, j.hobbsmotivation. And I upload videos and I upload just different little motivational content that might just help you in your in as you walk through life. So let's just dive into this. The harmful effects of anger in relationships. See, James 1:19 through 20 reminds us that quick tempers and angry outbursts can have a negative impact on our relationship with others. This type of behavior can cause harm to people around us, leading us to strain relationships. We can break relationships. If we're not quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to anger, let me talk about the harmful effects of anger in relationships. And I'm going to go back to James 1, 19 through 20. It reminds us that quick tempers and angry outbursts can have a negative impact on our relationship with others. This type of behavior can cause harm 
to the people around us, leading to a strained or broken relationship. By being quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger, we cultivate a spirit of understanding and respect that will strengthen our connection with others. Allowing the other person to truly get their input out, regardless of if it makes you feel like crap or if you don't agree with that, but when we're slow to speak and we're slow to becoming angry and we try to truly understand what other people are saying, it helps build trust and communication within those relationships. A lot of times we have to just be quiet. We don't know it all. We don't understand everybody else's perspective. We have to understand that what we say and do in the moment of anger can break trust. It can break relationships apart, marriages. It can break relationships with your children apart because you said something out of anger instead of taking your time, digesting that information and being slow to speak. Anger has ruined relationships in my past. I refuse and I declare that it will not ruin relationships in my future. As I continue to grow as a person, as I continue to grow as a man and a father, anger will not consume me. Anger will not ruin relationships for me. Because when that feeling comes up, I pause. I'm slow to speak. I digest information and say, let me fully understand what's going on here. Do we even have a right to be angry? Do I even need to be angry? Those are the things that I, that I talk to myself, and that leads right into the importance of self-reflection and self-control. If we go back to James, it emphasizes the need for self-reflection and self-control, especially when it comes to our emotions. Anger is so powerful. We have to be mindful of how we express it. The impact of anger to those around us can be crucial for how we move forward in our future. If we allow ourselves time to just, just think about how our, re our reaction is going to make somebody feel, meaning that if we have a conscious decision on how we respond, generally the outcome is going to be a whole lot better. Something I have learned over the years is self-reflection. I've talked about it in my past, but self-reflection is so important for me. How could I have handled that better? There have been times where I've went to my son and I've had to apologize because I didn't handle things in the right manner. Even if it wasn't from anger, it could have been, you could have handled that where he understood it a little bit better. Even in relationships, I want to make sure that I reflect on my own behavior and how I take self situations and, and how I'm growing as a leader. As a leader, I have to practice and maintain and continue to practice self-control. I cannot react to every situation that happens. In my relationships in the past, I have said things and I've done things that were harmful because I was hurt. There's a saying called hurt people hurt people. And in those times and in those relationships in my past, I was hurt. So when someone said something to me that hurt my feelings, instead of sharing and being vulnerable and saying, hey, that really, really hurt my feelings, 
I didn't enjoy how that made me feel. I feel this way because you said this. I feel this way because maybe something in my past triggered something. That's one of my triggers. Instead of being vulnerable, I said something because out of pain, out of anger, out of hurt, that hurt someone else. And that wasn't fair. And in the book that I wrote, I actually apologize. I said, anybody that I've ever hurt, I apologize. And I, and, and I pray that you forgive me. That has helped me become more patient and more humble during my spiritual growth. As I continue to practice humility and put the needs of others before my own, it's helped me grow. And with that helping me grow, I feel like it has helped me grow closer to God because I want to be more and more like Jesus every single day. When I put my feelings and my emotions to the side and say, how does this make someone else feel? How can I help this situation? Maybe that person is hurt. You know, I have been in relationships after my growth and as I continue to grow where I've dated um, women that were really, really hurt. And even after the relationship ended, I was able to forgive because I remember when I was there. I remember when I was so damaged and so hurt. And I remember the saying, hurt people, hurt people. So it's a little bit of reap what you sow. And I understand that. And I'm grateful that I had the strength. And I'm grateful that I was able to reflect and say, hey, this is nothing personal against me. This is because they're hurt. This is because they don't know how to deal with their anger. This is because they don't know how to self-reflect and look at their own selves. So in turn, I was able to forgive and I was able to move forward and just pray for that woman. And it's helped me grow even closer to God. You know, anger can really impact our ability to make good decisions. It can cloud our judgment and lead us to make decisions that we later regret. I have never had an anger outburst that I didn't regret at a later time. I know you feel me when I'm talking to you. I know you hear me when I'm talking to you. I know that emotions can overcome us, and these emotions can just rock with our, our mentality. And at that time, it might feel okay to cuss somebody out. It might feel okay to try to strike somebody, hit somebody, if, if that's how you release your anger. It might feel okay in that moment to yell at your spouse or your child or a family member or a boss or, or a coworker. You know what? You made me feel this way and this is how I'm going to react. But when you self-reflect and you take time to look back at your actions, you kind of feel stupid, right? You look back and, man, like, why did I, I feel like a child. I, did, I didn't know how to control myself and my anger and my emotions. And now I have anxiety because now I'm plagued with what are the consequences of this? Because I didn't make a good decision. I didn't make an informed decision. And I acted on my impulse. What are the consequences of this? Unnecessary conflict. Maybe a write-up. Maybe a damaged relationship. Maybe a broken relationship. Maybe a severed relationship that you worked so hard to build up. We have to control our emotions. Control what we do and say. And sometime right there in that moment, 
me saying this, is it something that will please God? Is it something that I would say openly if I wasn't angry? A lot of times, the majority of times, you're going to say no. Is this decision, am I going to regret this decision in the future? Ask yourself that right in the moment. Whatever you want to do or say, will I regret this decision in 30 minutes? Is it going to make my life easier or is it going to make my life harder? You know, if we embrace the listen first approach, our conversations are more open. We can be more vulnerable because we truly learn and gain a deeper understanding of other people's perspectives. It helps us resolve conflict. It builds stronger relationships. We don't miss the important information that that other person is trying to convey to us. But I definitely understand how difficult it is, honestly, to shut up, to be quiet. One of my mom's sayings would, hush, 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 boy, hush now, Hasna. I didn't even know what that meant, but I knew hush. I knew hush meant you need to be quiet. And I understand that. And listening first is so important because it puts our personal feelings to the side and it allows the other person to be comfortable in what they're trying to say. Imagine if every time you had an emotion or feeling that you wanted to share, someone just talked over you. Have you ever experienced that? I know that I've had that and it's extremely frustrating and I've had to pray for God to just watch over me and give me his grace because you just want to say, shut up and listen to what I'm trying to say. But imagine if those shoes were reversed. Listening first can be so beneficial to reduce the negative repercussions of anger. I challenge you to listen first, reflect, and then reply. And I guarantee you, half of the things that come out of your mouth, half of the actions that you show will not be in a negative way that you are going to regret in the future. You know, the difference between healthy and unhealthy expressions of anger, it's important to recognize that anger itself is not a bad thing. Becoming angry is not bad. And I don't want to tell anybody that becoming angry is not a bad thing. It says be slow to anger. But at the end of the day, it's a natural emotion. It can serve as a motivator for positive change. If you get anything out of this podcast, anything out of this episode today, I want you to get out. It's how we express our anger that can have a negative consequence. Be slow to become angry and quick to listen. We can ensure that our expressions of anger are healthy and productive rather than harmful or destructive. I've seen people pop off pop off at the mouth and say things and hurt people in that moment. And there have been moments where I've had to, I've seen this and I've had to control myself because I'm going to react the same way you're reacting to this person because I don't like the way you're making them feel in this, in this current moment. But due to self-control and due to my growth, I've been able to stop and have to address that situation maybe a little bit later. Because it's not going to be healthy if I react the way you're reacting just to protect someone else. 
Now, if somebody's life is in danger, I mean, that's a that's a whole different story, right? Like, I'm going to protect my family. I'm going to protect my son. Like, if someone's life is in danger, you're going to see a side of me that you probably don't want to see, right? That's that's totally different, right? Um, and that's not even anger. That's more of a survival mode. Survival mode co- kicks in. But we won't even go into survival mode. Let's Let's go back to anger. Being slow to anger, we demonstrate our trust in God our willingness to submit to his will. If God is telling us this, if the Bible is sharing this with us, that we need to be slow to anger, that means that we need to reflect and we need to sit back and say, God, I am not happy in this moment. I'm angry at this situation. This this person makes me feel angry. I feel angry because of this person. But I trust you. I know that I need to turn the other cheek. I know that I need to forgive. I know that I need to wait and listen to what you want me to, how you want me to handle this situation. I know that for sure. And it strengthens our connection with Christ. We're demonstrating to God that no matter how we feel, I'll submit to your will. It deepens our relationship with Christ. It lets Christ know that we trust you. We understand that we were given all of these emotions, but it doesn't mean that we need to use these emotions in a negative manner to hurt other people. The repercussions of anger can have a drastic negative effect on yourself, on your friends and your family members. It can have a drastic effect on your future It can have a drastic effect on the process of forgiveness because we not we may not only have to forgive that person, but now we have to forgive ourselves. I talked about that in my last episode. Let's be slow to anger. Let's be quick to listen. Let's reflect. Let's sit back and truly understand the repercussions of what we do how we carry ourselves and what we say regarding anger and how that is going to break and harm relationships. I'm not innocent. I'm not saying that I will never, ever be angry again. I'm not saying that I will never, ever react. But I will say is that as I continue to grow, as I continue to read God's word, as I continue to be more like Christ, that I will do everything in my power to be slow to anger quick to listen, and to be more like Christ. Thank you so much for joining me on this one. Until next time, peace.